Well, hello and welcome back to yet another episode on Bus Talk, your podcast about life at work. No question is taboo, nothing remains unanswered and we try and simplify the complex, the questions that you always wanted to ask at work but couldn't or didn't. So in this episode, we have a favorite for the sales folks. It's the sales burnout, the sales fatigue. And we're going to talk about why do salespeople get burnt out mentally? Why is there a sales fatigue? And if you are one of them who's currently fatigued or have you feel burnt out, what are the two or three things that you can actually do about it? Let's dive in. So why does a burnout happen? Why do you get fatigued? Well, you've heard the repeat statements hammered into you, drilled into you. What are those repeat statements? Counters reset to zero. You are as good as your last quarter. There is no Q5. And you know what I'm trying to say. So when this happens over a period of time, it takes a toll out of you, especially struggling to reach your targets, getting the contract uploaded on CRM. It could be customers defaulting on payments, meetings not turning out the way you expected them to be. And the list is endless. (laughs) Salespeople have everything, all objections accentuated. And somewhere along the line, every single objection that you face takes a little bit out of you. Like it takes a toll on your mental health along the way. Now, some people, like they say, right, sales is not for everyone. So some people have this resilience who can resist this fatigue a little longer. And some people succumb to it a little earlier. But no matter how thick skinned you are, you will get fatigued at some point. There will be a burnout, especially if you've been doing it successively over a period of time. And bear in mind, short breaks and vacations don't completely resolve the problem. The burnout sets in over a period of time. So much so that turning up to work on Monday morning forecast calls is like a nightmare. Your happiness starts to evaporate by Sunday afternoon itself. And you know that these signs are not good signs. It seems that you're not enjoying the experience. Now, many people are not blessed with multiple options and choices. That you can just say, hey, I don't want to do this. The bigger part to that is that, yes, you can quit one job. But is there a guarantee that it won't be a frying pan to fire kind of a situation that you take up another job and you find out that it's far worse than what you were already you know, being subjected to. And so you power on, you push on. And that's where the pressure builds up. And that's where the fatigue builds up. And that kind of overflows at home sometimes. You come home frustrated, disinterested, completely tired. You just plonk on the bed, don't feel like having food and just sleep. Uh, And you try to sleep, your mind is crowded. Thinking of Excel spreadsheets and phone conversations are ringing in your head. That kind of stuff. That, That is when you know you really need to take a pause and re-evaluate your career trajectory. So if you are one of those people who identifies with this kind of a mental state, let's find out what are the two or three things you can do about it in given the fact that you can't just take a knee-jerk 
reaction and do something dramatic or radical what are the common sense things two or three things that you can at least do to if not eliminate right reduce can it be little better than what it is right now let's find out number 1 it's a 30 year career so pace your enthusiasm excitement energy in the right way divided into three parts decade 1 2 and 3 and pace yourself well number 2 remind yourself it's the role that you are paid to do is not the person you are so there are rejections they are not rejecting you the person is the role that you are paid to do there's a difference so acknowledge that difference compartmentalize channelize divide yourself be a split personality for all you care and number 3 and this one is a bit counterintuitive so bear with me it'll try and sound a little more logical towards the end of it is focus on the activities in your control without overburdening yourself about the outcomes yes you heard it right you will hear everywhere the cliche outcomes matter results matter and that is true i'm not disagreeing to that however many a times the final result is dependent on the activities that you have done so if you can focus on activities control them guide them manage them well then the outcome is usually favorable so when you get reviewed in a quarter business review if you can show that the activities leading up to the outcome have been absolutely 100% top notch without any mistakes and yet if the results have not happened then then you can still have your head held high remember the people who are reviewing you also understand this they know they have themselves a forecast to pitch to their management as well and so they know that when a rep is trying to evade or you know fib their way through a forecast or you know just give excuses vis-a-vis when there is a genuine explanation of the tasks that if there were 10 things that i needed to do to achieve a favorable result then here are the list of 10 activities and here is the proof of execution why this was done to its best of its ability or situation or reality post which if the result is favorable then you you can replicate the same thing if the result is unfavorable seek guidance seek help that look i tried these 10 things if there is a smarter way of doing this please help me please guide me i'm happy i'm open to learning and so if you get less defiant sometimes in presenting your views in a business review sometimes what happens is people see the genuinity the effort that you've put in yes they will still ask you about at the end of the day how you do it doesn't matter as long as the outcomes are favorable and you will hear that talk but the pressure will be slightly lesser if you co uh what do i say share the pressure with everybody you know if you can develop a skill set which says it's our business i am trying to contribute to our business and i know not everybody has that kind of a matured audience and you will say oh my boss doesn't speak this language comes from a different planet and understands a completely different vocabulary yes i i feel you i hear you but educate them try and explain to them may not be at the business review 
could be at a smoke break could be at a bar in the evening could be just a cafeteria break and there you have to work on it right you have to work on your customers clearly that's priority 1 priority 2 work on your boss or your stakeholder whoever that person is priority 3 work on your peers and you know co-workers because creating a happy environment where you are with friends at work and i know beyond a point you can't be you know as friendly you can be good acquaintances but having a conducive congenial atmosphere at work despite the difficulties and pressures sometimes helps reduce the fatigue and so try these things at work where you can help not just yourself but present a positive image about yourself across the organization that yes despite all the objections all the difficulties that there are on route to revenue here is a person who's trying to do the things the right way and here are the steps to prove it and beyond a point the results will come and yes there is always a threshold to all of this if you tried it and you're doing it the right way and the results are not coming maybe that's not the role for you you might want to then look for an alternative elsewhere and yes and there will be a learning curve so one will have to progress carefully and cautiously don't be reckless about it like i said before don't get into a frying pan to fire situation the trouble is you don't know it is a fire situation and so that's the risk element and therefore if you have friends and if you develop a good network chances are you get to know about the company culture that you probably want to be a part of and then take a informed decision to be a part of that organization if assuming that you've tried everything at your current work and nothing is worked out and so on and so forth likewise the previous point right which i mentioned you get rejected for the role that you are paid for and that happens every time to everywhere we all play different roles and that sometimes is not the person that we are i know it's a very difficult thing to delineate to separate but that's one of the ways to sort it remind yourself you are a sales manager you are a sales rep account director whatever that's a job title which is what the customer is viewing they are not seeing the person behind it the, the real identity of the person right so always remind be as objective as you can about it that this is a business transaction there is a business problem to solve i am giving a business solution it may work for them it may not work for them there's a commercial fit issue there could be a technical fit issue you have a solution for either one of them despite doing all of this if this if it start, doesn't work then that's not your customer maybe you have to try other customers so that's the second point that i mentioned the first point that i mentioned was it's a 30 year career right so three decades work backwards end of each decade so if you're at the third year of your first decade think of yourself where you will be at the 10 year mark or where you want to be and then work backwards what is it that you need to learn where do you need to improve do that introspection and pace yourself well likewise if you're in the second decade this is the time when you're ascending into management so learn from people hear them out what they are learning what they're doing differently develop and build your network remember build bridges when you don't need them and if you're in your third decade clearly you've been a leader or have led businesses or are head you've been a head of large organizations what is it that you do 
to be different from your predecessor? What is it that you do differently from the tradition that has happened? How do you leave a legacy behind? How do you inspire more people to excel and go and beyond? And so these things often help reduce the stress and burden of performance and results and the absolute end numbers and and all of those things. I guess if I were to just sum this up for you in a simple one sentence is that would be try and find happiness, laughter, fun at work. In whatever stuff that you do, try and find happiness. And I know it sounds a little esoteric and out there and you might think, oh my God, yeah, and all that. But that's enjoy your work. You know, given the situation, given the constraints, can you find yourself some happiness within the stages and of sales processes or the steps to revenue that lead up to revenue find fun in that find enjoyment in that give your you don't need other people's validation to feel great and good about it if you have done a process well some suppose you did a prospecting better than a previous customer pat yourself on the back write it down somewhere that you know you were happy that you prospected better you handled the objection better reinforce happiness it does not need to be an external validation sometimes re reminding yourself that you're doing a good job is important and so find ways to seek happiness within the constraints that you have in front of you that's all the time i had for this episode of bus talk i would love to hear your journey your thoughts your challenges and problems do share your thoughts there is a poll there is a question at the end of this episode click on those poll questions and results let me know your thoughts leave a review reach out to me on my social media handles on twitter and facebook that's gyanban g y a n b a n or go to my page podpage.com/bustalk and you will find all the previous episodes Yes these are not easy discussions easy topics and perhaps do not even have easy solutions but at least it helps to hear each other out and I'm here to hear I'm here to listen if you so need to speak on that note stay well stay safe get your a game to work this is your host Ian and you were listening to bus talk And here is a surprise tip for you. It might not be such a big surprise after all, but there is always a next opportunity, next role, next company, even a next location right there around the corner. So don't work yourself up so much that if it doesn't work out and you're totally burnt out, you don't have the energy or the zest in you remaining to try something afresh. Remember, leaving a job is easy. trying to start afresh is that much more difficult if you carry the baggage of your previous burnout at some point let the burnout go out of your system and start afresh after a break it's always helpful to regain your mojo and you will be in a much better mental space